That's it. That's the intro. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. And as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral. And as always, we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown. So come on, just yes, video stores still exist. Of course they do. And also, guys, we have a very, very special month that's going on right now. Box Office Bomb Month. Week 3 of Box Office Bomb Month. Titan A.E. How's it going but Maestro himself? That is on this podcast as well. <laughs> You're in my domain now. <laughs> if I had a soundboard, I would insert like thunderclaps and shit. But hi, everyone. We're in the annex again, which is but Maestro's secret domain outside of the video store. Um, we have some fun guests. We have GLaDOS back with us because it's box office bomb month and we need numbers. Hi, GLaDOS. Hi. I have very interesting numbers this week. Interesting, interesting numbers. <coughs> and of course, I think for the first time back on the show since we did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen for Sean Connery, we have the fairy, fairy game, game mother. Hi! You're back. Hi. Thank you so much for coming back for this movie. What made you want to come, like, talk to us specifically about Titan AE? I, I mentioned was, it yeah, to you. So I don't think I ever actually saw this movie as a child. Which is hilarious. I think my sister maybe, you know, honestly, I think I just found this movie one day on DVD when I was 19 and working next to a used video store. I think I just found it and was like, this looks interesting. I like these people. Cool. Drew Barrymore, I love you. So, uh, yeah, Uh, I think I just bought the DVD and then, yeah, here we are now. (laughs) When I came up with this this month, I specifically put this in because I wanted you to come back. (laughs) Really? I specifically put this in. I was like, I want this. I want the fairy game other back. Oh gosh. Well, I was very happy to actually get to like sit down with Glados and Butt Maestro and like have like squishy gay time and watch this movie and be surprisingly impressed with how great it was. And I think I messaged you right after we watched yes, it. Yes, we did. And I was just like, wow, this held up way better than I even remembered. It was great. Which I also watched the movie last night and I was like, man, this is way better than I thought as well. <laughs> it wasn't Titan A though. <laughs> we have a lot of those movies on the show of, of just like I remember this movie being a lot better when I was a kid looking at you Batman and Robin oh. <laughs> uh, Schumacher how you do we want to do uh, Gladys's numbers before or after we get into the plot synopsis of this movie of course like always we do it before All you got right. some numbers for us so yes I do I do have some numbers um, now this 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 one I'm going to say is really interesting I really had to kind of really fudge and mess with some some numbers here because a lot of things weren't clear as in are we including this or are we not including this what was the actual there's a lot of missing numbers here okay Okay. i'm just going to start off by saying i did include this which was in 1998 before they even handed the project off to don bluth Mm -hmm. they had spent 30 million with art vitaleo Okay. I don't know for how Is that many an months. Okay. Animation I, studio. I guess I, there was no external link. I think they might be a dead company, which is why they were fired. And they probably—I mean—they just spent thirty million dollars worth of Fox's money. Um, so I'm including that in the budget because that's thirty million dollars for a project. Whether they included it or not, I don't know, but I did. So okay. with that being said, we're going to start the high-low game. We're going to in the millions okay, okay. of what you think the budget was. For this movie. Fairy Game Mother. Here you go. In the millions? In the millions. We we, we, we bet with the millions. It's okay. a high-low game. I'm going to go with 85. 85? Higher. Uh, to Maestro. 
Um, I'm going to go much higher than that only because I know how much animation, especially CG animation in the early 2000s and late 90s cost um, and how much star power this movie have. I'm, I'm going to go way high with like 500,000? 500 million. 500 million? Lower. Admiral. I'm going to go with 250 million. 250. Lower. Uh, fair game other. 135. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm really gonna have to give it there. That's that's, that's really close. Okay. <laughs> All right, on the higher end of this budget, because like I said, it was an in between number here, so we kind of had to guess. Higher end, one twenty, so one hundred and twenty million to about one hundred and five million. So it's still over a hundred million dollars into this movie. Like I said, take those numbers with a grain of salt. A lot of fudging had to go there. There was no clear, concise this amount. So. Um, which one? Which one? Where do you want to go to next on these numbers, Admiral? You're, Let's you're go with the domestic, uh, uh, domestic box office. Domestic, domestic, domestic box office. Domestic. Now I've got uh, week one and week two for domestic, and I have total. And with domestic, it does include uh, Canada. I almost said Canada. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> Canada. Where's Scott Pilgrim's from? Go ahead. Canada. <laughs> uh, so you want to go with the overall total? Yeah. All right. No. Yeah, no, break down, like, overall total, domestic, then Cool. So global. I'm just going to jump into the week one, week two, and let you all guess what the grand total of the domestic. Okay. Week one, with 2,734 theaters open, okay? Okay. $9.38 million. Didn't That's even, it? Didn't even make 10. Ouch. That's on average about $3,000 per theater. You know the old Klingon proverb? A dish best served served cold. Um, Lost 60% of its audience with week two. (laughs) Even though it had more even though it had more theaters at 2,775. Oh, a whole ten more theaters. It made 3.74 million. Did it even break four? No. No. That's one thousand three hundred dollars per theater in week so two. So what? So overall, with U.S. and Canada. Kimo, <laughs> Kimo, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so what about globally? Globally, globally, did, worldwide. Did it do better overseas? Uh, <laughs> oh God, I don't like that. It, it it made half overseas what it did domestic. <gasps> oh. It made like seven. Uh, domestic it made two point two. Uh, I'm oh, sorry, God. 22 million. Oh, Domestically, God. 22 million. Overseas, 14 million. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so, altogether, that's with worldwide everything altogether. That is 3.67. Uh, I'm sorry, I cannot read today. Numbers, okay. my goodness. Decimal places, stop that. You're only a computer. Well, yes. and She's technically an AI, not a computer. Yeah, so yeah. blame the programmer. Yeah. Uh, talk to uh, internet movie database uh, 36.75 million that is a 35% loss wow ouch oh no 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 I'm so sorry I said that wrong 35% gain which means that's a 69% loss so have you were you able to find out any of the other numbers about um, if they made anything back eventually with DVD and VHS sales there were hardly any information on this because 10 days after the release, oh God. the studio was shut down. <laughs> oh, no. 
They fired the guy in charge before the movie was done, and ten days after it was released, the studio was shut down. Wow. So. So they saved the human race for nothing. <laughs> um. Can I tell y'all real quick what came out the same weekend of Titan AE? Is it Shrek? Shaft. <laughs> okay. Gone in 60 seconds. Wow. Big Mama's House. Oh, God. The first one. <laughs> the first one. The first one. <laughs> and Mission Impossible 2. Ew. All out oh, for Ew. Yeah. That's yeah. the worst Mission I Impossible know. movie. <laughs> I mean, all outperformed Titan AE on its bad. opening weekend. Um, you know what else is in theaters, but didn't quite outperform it, even though they should have, but, like, they were, like, several weeks into their release. Dinosaur. <gasps> I love Dinosaur. I y'all have it DVD. Y'all couldn't see this, but the Admiral literally almost just spat at water. I was like, nose. I can't. That was great. The bike. <laughs> yes, please note, this is semi-expensive equipment. Uh, Gladiator, uh, Shanghai Noon. <laughs> the sequel? The sequel, not Shanghai. No, no, no. Shanghai, Shanghai Noon is the first one. Shanghai Nights is the second one. Oh, okay. All right. That was 2005 was or 6. What, I thought it was reversed. Peter fell asleep. We're fine. Everything's fine. Oh, okay. Um, so with all that out of the way, are we still going through numbers? No, or? those are my only numbers okay. because I'm telling you, I really had to mess with some numbers here. I mean, somebody was quoted by saying that it lost $100 million, but no matter what numbers I use, whether I go with the 105 budget or the 120 million budget, and this is including the 30 million, I cannot find a hundred million dollars lost anywhere in this. So I don't know where they got that number. I don't know where the 75, the 90 came from. This one's a weird one. It sounds like someone was a little caffeine and over-exaggerating. Yeah, I mean, especially... Sorry, does this have to be G? I, don't, I forgot to ask. No, you're, you're, you're fine. We, no, can you're fuck, fine. we can fucking curse on here. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, so the directors, were, they shared directing duties with Don Bluth and Gary Goldman. Yes. Not Gary Oldman. Because I'm dyslexic, and when I read, I was like, "Wait, Gary Oldman partly directed no, this? this?" Would have been much better. And then I looked, and I was like, "Oh, Gary Goldman." Uh, and Don Bluth has also directed Anastasia and, and Secret the, of Nim. That was the only other the theatrical release that this Fox Studio had done with Don Bluth. Was Anastasia? <laughs> was that was it? These two. Others were straight to DVD or um, like an on-TV premiere. Wow. Yeah. Now, he did do other movies, but that was outside of the studio. Gary was Goldman. Was going with Fox? No. No, no but he did. That was with his own studio. But he, Don Bluth oh. did, did direct it. Oh, yeah. That studio did end up going down. So, they had two writers for the story that came up with this. Hans B-A-U-E-R, boy. Bauer. 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 Okay, cool. And Randall McCormick. Yeah. Uh, and then the screenplay was shared again by three people. Uh... Ben Edelin, uh, uh, John August, and Joss Whedon. Yeah. We realized uh, yesterday watching the end credits of this movie. Oh shit, Joss Whedon. And you can totally this. see this is like a test version of... of a Firefly, yeah. of... Yeah. Like, oh hey, the Reavers. Oh hey. The it, trash. It's, <laughs> it's hard not to make a um, camaraderie on a spaceship in space where you're kind of running from the law it's hard not to feel like firefly like star wars rebels isn't intentionally firefly for kids but because of its general format it definitely feels like it 
Uh, so this does seem like kind of an animated test for some of the ideas that would later become, not too much later actually, become Firefly. The movie box even says, this is the movie Star Wars fans have been waiting for. By the Hollywood... I, I don't know about that. Styles? <laughs> fights. Oh, I was like... Beat Hollywood fights. B-Y-B-S. Hey, hey, it's the year 2000. Everybody's getting into computers. Oh, I know. Y'all, just a little quick side note. There is a really cute pizza joint in my hometown called Megabytes. Oh. It's a gaming-themed like little pizza parlor. It's they... Pizza Planet. No, because there's no cool rides or games or anything like that. Oh, okay. Like I'm not Andy, I wish. But no, <laughs> um, <That'd laughs> it's got awesome. the 8-bit? Um, like, like the, the eight... <sighs> yeah, 8-bit like little alien guys as a part of their like, whole decorum. It's adorable. I love Asteroids? It. Like the little leg no, would come down. Space Invaders? Yes, there we go. Or like, Sa- it's Saturday night. It kind of looks like the little Luna <laughs> Nights. Not to, oh. like, you know, like, shout out Aquatine. But yeah, um, but yeah, it's called Megabytes Pizza, oh. and they have great pizza. I was going to quote one of our favorite scenes. It's Saturday night. I have no date. I have an All Rush mixtape CD, and I have a bottle of Shasta. All Let's Rush, go. All Rush mixtape CD? You see what you did there? Yeah, well, see hey, <laughs> it's limited from, from here to there. Come on, man. But I like that you got my Futurama reference. Yes. It's all that matters. By the way, if you go on, I could put the, we can try and put the Twitter out, but every Saturday night, they drop that video. It's 15 seconds. Every Saturday night, they drop that video of Fry saying that. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> on, their, on their Twitter. On their Twitter. It's a fan-made Twitter, I believe, and Patrona be like, hey, Patrona, she's like, what? Well, I was like, it's Saturday. She's like, I swear to God, if you pull that video, it'll be like... Is here, and she's like, "Oh gosh, oh gosh." I could be incredibly wrong, but I do believe that Billy West is credited in this movie. I think he does one of the voices. It would make sense. Um, so, do you want to talk about Ron Perlman? Let's start off the movie. Let's start off the movie with uh, humans trying to escape from Earth. That is, it is far-ish future. Um, Three o two eight. Yes. Yes. So yeah, uh, thirty twenty-eight. Um, and the Earth is being uh, attacked by the Dredge, who are these weird CG things that don't quite fit into this 2D animated world that's like, obviously Don Bluth, and we'll get into the obviously Don Bluth character models in a little bit. Um, oh, the Don bluth Yes, the Don bluth <laughs> How all his males look pretty much exactly the same. Yep. Not um, his movies are connected. They all look the same. Prince Cornelius, is that you? Literally, <laughs> literally, we, Yeah. Um, Earth is being attacked. They're trying to get this giant thing out that called a Titan. Uh, they don't give us too many details when the movie starts. When uh, uh, Baby Kale, I'm gonna call him Baby Kale, is a you know a little baby, no um, baby, a little baby Kale. He's older than four. He's older than four. That's all we know about him. But he's not Valid. allowed to drive the ship yet. Um, and we don't know a whole lot about this Titan thing about Project Titan, other than his dad is one of the head scientists on it. Uh, they get off of Earth just in time he gets the titan off of earth just in time and jumps into hyperspace uh 15 years later wait but, but we've got to talk about how he gave his toy to ron perlman what what toy what toy the little gold toy remember he's like dad it's broken he's like i'll fix it oh. and he puts it away and they find it later i mean i'm we were a little <laughs> bit more concerned about the ring that he slipped on them like yes a ring that uh, i think uh very oh. mother made this joke <laughs> yesterday we were watching uh, yeah, a ring that fits a fully grown man is totally going to comfortably fit a uh, slightly more hey, what, what century is this? Is it the 23rd century or the 25th century? 
Uh, whoa, wait a minute. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> that requires too much math. Oh my lord, keep what, talking. What does it take? What does it take place? It's the thirty twenty eight to the the. Keep talking about the thirty first. The thirty first century. Thirty first century. Thirty yeah. one. Yeah. Then it'll be the thirty second. Cause no, it's 30, 30, We're 20. in the 21st century. This We're is in the 21st years century in the now. Is it, so this is the 31st, 31st century. century. So it'll be 32. No. no. Because you... we don't have a century zero. But we're in... We're in, we're in 2021 right now, unfortunately. Yeah. We're so in we're, 2021 We're in right the 21st now. century. Yes. Yes, yeah, so add 10 years... Uh, a thousand years after that. So that's 10 centuries. Okay. So, so from 21st... So we're the 31st century. Yes. yes. Okay. So I'm pretty sure they have a ring that can biometrically shape to an infant's hand I feel like if we were older at, than four. If we were any good at editing right now would be the great time for like the oh, no, little no, no. please stand by do, do, do. <laughs> no, no, no. no that stays. That remains. <laughs> that just goes to show how well an AI uh, a video store owner uh, how much video store and a hey. very gay mother can do math. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. How is this video store still running? That's the real question. <laughs> um that's why it's the last one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so that's why that's what I think. I gave, I was like, you know, benefit of the doubt, the ring can biometrically fit the gentleman's hand and go sure, to just, the child's hand. I think it, just like my general comment was like, continuity error, slight and small, but I love it He so. could wear it around his neck in a string. So though. you're suggesting that the ring is made of unobtainium, is what you're I suggesting. I mean, it could be some type of device that could form Micro animantium. Sure. <laughs> some shit. Or nanobites. Fucking anything. Nanobites. <laughs> Nanobites. From That's, the Hollywood bites. You mean nanobots. <laughs> no, they're nanobites. nanobites. It makes so much more sense. Nanobites, man. It makes so much more sense. So so then we go off and what, fifteen years later, 15 right? Fifteen years later. So his dad He's goes in off yard. into some other area that we don't know. Yeah. And then he goes off to some other area that's yeah. like an asteroid field. Ba- baby Kale is is now no longer Baby Kale. He's just Kale. He's, he's like still just his voice. And his voice by early twenties Kale. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Look at the shape of Matt Damon. I'm so sorry, headphone users. I'm so sorry. What? All I gotta say is, all I gotta say is, Team America: World Police is a definite movie that we have to review for Fourth of July. And I'm just gonna point out that the sound wave on that looked very appropriately like two very well shaped tits. That was perfect. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, Matt Damon. uh, We're not gonna. And and don't we all don't we also get introduced to. Nathan Lane at this point, or is that later? Not quite. Okay. That's after we yeah. see Corso on the Valkyrie. But I, w- I want to propose a question to the table. Um, replace boring Matt Damon with literally any other actor in this role. Who oh. would you go with? Oh, I would probably go with... Uh, give me a second. I gotta look through... I gotta look through my... My, you know, database with papers. Do you two have any suggestions? Who would you put in this role if Matt Damon was otherwise not available? I, I feel like this is going to sound really weird, and this is, you know, mathematical improbabilities and such, but, like, if possible, let's go with young Mark Hamill. <gasps> oh. Mark Hamill would have been great for this role. Even at his current age at the time, he was doing uh, Batman the Animated Series at this time. He was doing tons of voice work as Joker, so that w- could have been totally plausible. I, I, that would have worked. I, See, I, that's, that's... He was Batman and the Joker? No, he was yes. just the Joker. <laughs> yes, he, he was. He was in war with himself. <laughs> Fair. Well, oh. I said 
not baby Simba, but old, Matthew Broderick. Yes. Right. Okay. I was just like, I was like, yeah, Simba's voice. I could hear Simba's voice with this guy. Although, you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, either Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Or Chris Evans when he was younger. Chris Evans when he was younger could have worked oh. for sure. Like if I'm thinking around the 2000s, yeah. I would definitely go around those. So. I also thought around the 2000s, who's doing some voice work who's a little bit on the younger Elijah side. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood's pretty good too. I was going to go with Jez, a younger Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay. I think he would have brought a little bit more excitement to this role because my only, like, I love the voice acting in this movie. I love the voice casting in this movie. Ron Perlman. Yep. Uh, so many great voices. <laughs> including Nathan Lane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. When so he shows up, I was like, phenomenal what? voice acting all over this movie. And our main character is stiff as cardboard. And it's just like, can we, could we have gotten so, someone with a little more voice acting talent maybe who like. I understand Mac Damon's acting style is a bit subtle, and he does a lot of emoting from the eyes. You can't do that when it's just voiceover. You have to emote a little bit from your voice. Are you and giving Matt him Damon the benefit of the doubt? Am are, you I, am I Matt what? Damon, are you giving Matt Damon the benefit of the doubt? No, literally oh, okay. not at all. I'm ripping all right. a new one on a podcast that no one listens to. Matt Damon, if you're listening, what's up, bud? <laughs> how, how do you like them apples? How about that? I love Good Will Hunting. How you like them? No, yeah, n- nothing against any of his live action performances. He's very good at emoting with his face and from his eyes. That's why he's so effective in like Saving Private Ryan and Goodwill Hunting. See, I still think he should have been. If if Ben Affleck was going to be Batman, he should have been Robin. Like, just go with it. Just go with it. Or be Nightwing. Like something. Like just, just turn this turn into the skid and just do it. Why, that means why people not, would like why that not movie. Matt Damon as Alfred. No, he's too young. I mean, you can age him up. They aged him up quite a bit. No, and make him Nightwing. We have a movie to review. Make him Nightwing. Make him... Well, okay, cool. Besides the point, we're going off this fantasy other world that could possibly happen. So, Cable's working as a, an <laughs> asteroid miner, right? Thank you. And he, at lunch? Thank he's going to so go to lunch? Much. Yeah, I think And he I think basically almost dies? So, he tries to cut in front of the line, and I can't remember of the... The species? Well, no, not the species. The guy that he's trying to, like, hey, man, it's me. It's Kale. I don't belong with the losers back there. And he's just like, get wrecked. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck off. Um, and so he, you know, does the whole bit of, you know, oh, well, I'm going to go around and take this dangerous route. And, oh, there's only, like, a one in a thousand chance that a ship will be docking when I'm trying to do this thing. And then it's like, oh, well, here it is. There's the one. <laughs> and that's when we... Yes. Drew Barrymore? Yes. I feel like she would have been voiced. No no offense against Drew Barrymore. I feel like she could have been voiced by somebody else or do a little bit better for her animation because I don't think her character style fits Drew Barrymore's voice. I agree, but I also think she did a pretty decent job in the role. I'm not saying she did. A little bit better than Matt Naiman, personally. Yeah. Um, who, who would you... Uh, oh, now like you gotta put me on the spot. I gotta go look through my. You're thinking like a Selma Blair kind of. I gotta look through my stuff. No. Mm-mm. Let's see. Who was who was rolling in early? Oh, like what about uh? Oh, what's the face from Princess Diaries? Anne Hathaway. That's it. I love her. Voice her. That could have worked really well. Uh, but I think Drew Barrymore was fine with this, and the character design. Like, let's be honest, she was. One of our... The Manic Pixie Girls. Yeah, Manic Pixie <laughs> Dream Girl. That was Space one of the babe. first, like, ooh, I might be into girls with dyed hair and tattoos one day. And have hair that strings out over their head, but not shaved backwards. It's like, oh, 
I might accidentally be into girls who are super savvy mechanics one day. Whoops. Why are you making me feel this way, movie? Why are you making question? My family's like, no, you can't do that. You can't date a girl like that. I'm, I'm going to choose not to comment about Lion King 2 right now. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Okay. It took me a second, but I got it. I had to go through things. I had to go through avenues, alleyways to get to that movie. Look, we wow. all have our like early 2000s movies experiences, okay? It's okay. It's all right. So Tone Lock and Kale are yeah. eating their lunch. <laughs> they, they like... God bless the fairy game mother. And then we get the president from Independence Day, Bill Pullman himself, <laughs> yep. Yep. fucking goddamn fucking oh god, Lone Star himself. Yep. yep. Captain, I told you, Captain I told you it wasn't crazy. Captain Corso. <laughs> yep. Oh, the character's name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I was yeah, like, yeah. it's Corso. Lone Star. He's, he's <laughs> so the whole time I was like, it's Lone Star. <laughs> or it's Bill Pullman. Um, but he basically is like, hey, look, I'm here to. Uh, when you, and that ring that you have, we can use it to find the, the ship. He's like... You're going to help save the human race. He's like, wait, what? Me? Okay. If you just found out that you could save the human race, what would your response be? What? No. What would your response be, GLaDOS? <laughs> Full I on finally get off this shithole. Maybe I can at least steal their ship for later on. Fuck this place I'm out. Gay mother, what would your response be? Please, I'm out. Do I have to? <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, oh great, more anxiety. Fuck shit, man. Why are you putting this shit on my shoulders, man? Don't do that to me. Like that, just like, whoa. Like Keanu Reeves, man. No. Like Keanu Reeves would be really good at this role. I was just gonna say, yeah, I was just like, you said Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Could have been I'm like, funnier. okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whoa. And then, uh, what the little bug they have that they're chasing? Cause the uh, the Craig. Or is that the is that the the Reavers, the um, the, the dredge, the dredge, yes, the dredge. Thank you. The dredge come up and they start chasing Bill Pullman and uh, Matt Damon's character down a hallway. And the little bug thing, he's like, "Oh, you get away from me! Get away from me!" Oh, they went down there. And they just shoot him. Like I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, "Well, damn, they're ruthless as fuck." Yeah, they uh, fucking hate humans. Uh, <coughs> we don't know why. Uh, they go to the Gaul planet. The Gaul uh, interpret the map, have him shine a, a, a his. Well, first they probe him. Weird map. <laughs> oh <probed> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They totally did. They, they didn't actually. Are they the bat creatures? Are they the ones that are like bats? I don't. Th- oh, bat creatures. Yes. Bats. Well, I, I, I think uh, game of, the fairy game mother is referring to when uh, he's laying down on the ship. Oh. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, my brain's like. Three scenes oh, earlier. Oh yeah, no, you jumped. You 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 skipped chapters yeah. in the script. Sorry, I just wanted. Oh, wait, to I got I got the wrong scene funny. selection. Well, I mean, we don't know. I got the wrong, the wrong scene, scene selection. selection. Sorry, <laughs> I have to go back. Okay, I got it. I'm on the right one. I'm yeah, on the right yes, one. the 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 gowl, is that how they said it? Were these like bat like creatures who I yeah. think um, but my throat was just like, oh, so this is just baddie from Fern <laughs> but you know hyperspace being baddie. Oh, I, I also thought Bartok from um, Anastasia. Anastasia as well. Yeah, I the the amount of times they reuse character models from previous Don Bluth things is almost on par with how much they reuse character models in Disney's Robin Hood. 
Which we've been doing. You mean the same exact down. animation style? And the same cells. They yeah. reused the same cells, but were able to paint over them. Yeah. So they didn't have to reanimate, they were just repainting. Because isn't that um, from Sleeping Beauty? With this, it's it's reusing the same voice actors. And in some cases, like, um, and I'm, I, what, uh, Tom, Tom Lock? Tom Lock. Tom Lock, yeah. yeah. Uh, he voices the exact same character design in Fern Gully. Yeah. Just a different character. Yeah, different yeah. character, but it's the same design and it's the same voice actor. It's just a lot of recycling within a small independent studio and friends help out friends and you do what you can with what you got. Yeah. Um, and <coughs> so as he's getting probed or in the scene selection, it's number seven being healed. It's a scene selection. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, this, uh, is, this is 30-28. Oh, no, I meant that's a scene selection on the DVD cover. No, yeah, yeah. Oh. But being healed, you don't know what that oh. means in uh, 30, 30, 28. Yeah, you, uh, you don't know what that means in the 33rd century, right, Admiral? I thought it was the 31st century. That's hey! the joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so he's get, and we get to Got meet it. Nathan Lane. Uh, we also get to meet, who's the other little guy? The little frog thing with the glasses? Oh, God. Goon! Uh, goon! 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 I invented this in my sleep. I don't know what it does. I want to press this button, but I don't know what will happen. I, I love Goon and I love Thank you. Stith. They're fantastic. Oh, yeah, and the other one that's got the weird legs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally calm. Smashes everything. And then who is... So is Drew Barrymore's character Lone Star's daughter or is he, she just a regular... Unrelated, I'm yeah. pretty okay, sure. Okay, cool. They don't specify. Because they wouldn't... Oh, go ahead. I don't believe that she grew up on Earth. She has the Earth things, the they Earth They have the colony. Yeah. But yeah. she's never actually physically seen or been to Earth. Okay. So I I think with with what you were saying earlier, Admirable, with the kind of... I'm not going to say miscasting with the voice because we're not saying it was miscast, no. but the not quite fitting right where it should the character doesn't exactly fit right where they should. I mean, they're human that grew up on a drifter colony instead of on Earth. They're not human. Right. Wait, so if Earth was already decimated by the time that, like, Akima was born, supposedly, like, mm. so she's only 15 then, or 16, because it's, like, how many years in the future? 15 years. 15 years later. Yes, but we did see the ships within the first, like, five minutes of the movies launching off right as the beam came down, so she could have been... Older than she may not okay. remember that. She, okay. she could have been. She could have been. Yeah, that's fair. a little bit younger than. That's fair. I was like, this Megan. has got really weird for me. But then I was like, she, okay, yeah, she could have been like yeah. two years old and then yeah, okay. like not remember okay. everything. Because I don't remember shit from two years old. Well, do you remember <laughs> shit from two years? No. Oh. <laughs> I remember seeing a car on fire in Florida. <laughs> oh, wow. I remember snow in Louisiana. That's the last time it snowed in Louisiana was in where I used to live, and it was like. Maybe I think a year after I was born. That's all I remember was that. That image was just snow. And I'm just like, okay, cool. That's what that is. But yeah, so, um... Bat creatures. Bat creatures, yes. So the he, owl or however They help him unlock the secrets yeah. of the map. And Goon does. Goon, uh, Goon, they got a plot to go to this thing, so Goon takes it. And I love that Goon, like, uses his fist or hand or whatever. Yeah. And, blah, 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 blah. and so then they go to the bat planet. Yes, Shattering the Gaul number planet. nine on the scene selection. Thank you. Uh, that, like I said, they the bat creatures help them unlock the ring, and it shows the final destination. And while they're, uh, which shows that it's a compass essentially, it's pointing yeah. to the right direction. Yeah. 
Yeah. They're getting closer. Yeah. Hold your hand up to the moon. What, backwards? No, the other way. The <laughs> other way, dumbass. Can you not see what I'm doing? Follow the leader. Uh, then they go to resupply at a human space station called New Bangkok. Uh, and while they're here kind of refueling, they stumble upon... Uh, well, they get attacked by the dredge. Yeah, right? because... Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Because if they mention beforehand when they're flying to the bat creatures, if anything bounces off these sacks of gas, it explodes. Yes. So they have a fun little chase. That's kind of a reoccurring thing that happens in this movie. Is anytime they get to a plot point or they get a little bit closer to the MacGuffin... Uh, Chase sequence, Chase go! Sequence. Well, and I just remember your YouTube being like, the water, the water Oh, cells. the poor water animators. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so there, there's a lot that goes into 3D animation, and Pixar has done incredible things with incredible engines over the years, and each Pixar movie, this is not Pixar, this is Fox, each Pixar movie focuses, you know, we're going to focus on lighting with this one, we're going to focus on water, we're going to focus on physics, we're going to focus on hair. But, uh, E... Uh, in 1998, water was limited. And with high-speed frame rates, it's hard to keep frame rates the same and consistent between 3D animation and 2D animation. And there were some times where it, you, you thought you were watching this on a Windows 95 screensaver. Oh, God. <laughs> like the old koi fish pond yep. water. Mm. It's, it's unfortunate, but there are just some times where you're just pushing it to the limits, but you had to give them... This movie was originally scripted to be live action. I could see it do live action. The whole time we're watching this, I'm thinking, modern day, this could look really fucking good in live action. And then it was supposed to be all 3D, and then they got a combination of the two, and it's 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 complicated. It's, it's not a lot... Fun fact, uh, and I'll get, you know, I'm going to hold that fun fact till we get to that scene. Sorry, never mind. Keep going. We're going to... Uh, well, I was going to say, to, to piggyback off that, they should have just let George Lucas direct a live-action version of this and be like, hey, look, I can do it with this. No. Nope. You're not doing that with the prequels. Somebody's going to tell you no on certain things. That could have been the stepping stone to make the prequels actually good. Well, this this was a stepping stone because as there's a quote where somebody said, Titan A.E. is not a remarkable movie. But it was remarkable that it was even made. Yeah. And for yeah. a movie with 2D and 3D animation, with 3D animation using 2D effects, yeah. polarization using layers for the backgrounds in space to make the clouds move as the spaceship zooms, that's old how Disney used to shot zoom-in shots on old machines. I mean, that is using different layers and filters. It's interesting watching them adapt and how it's even changed into the year 2021 but credit where credit's due uh they did their best but yeah the water the poor water engine was not you said you mentioned their backgrounds i loved the backgrounds of this movie i was i don't don't remember which scene it was it was some cloudy it was the cloudy scene yeah and i was like i want to live there in a giant cloud castle and have little cloud babies (laughs) (laughs) and in in that scene there's a little bit of motion in there and instead of having to animate each individual cloud to move they animated the layers similar to uh think of a disney cartoon where you're painting in on a field and some things move faster because as you're zooming in the foreground's going to move faster whereas the background moves slower and that's how you get that effect with those 3d backgrounds but they were using 3d as their medium with 2d uh techniques 
so chase scene after the gavel and then they and then they go to new bangkok Bangkok, and this is where we get the out of nowhere double cross but wait doesn't corso and preed well didn't they get captured by the dredge or is that later i think they did not quite yet they escaped Yes. Because at this point, they, they don't hear about the double crossing until after they've reunited. Yeah. They kind of escape on their own thing, though. Oh, lol. Yeah, the Wikipedia like summary left that out completely. <laughs> oh, wow. That's um, funny. Well, we do I our work. How he gets out because he gets like, okay, so the dredge, I remember, yeah. they put him in this like weird, like, capsule beam. Yeah. Well, they put him in this like weird electro beam, and it basically like, copies the map in his hand and like sends it out to space so they can follow it. They're like, yeah. okay, he's useless to us now. And then Akima, they just kind of toss out because they're like, huh? And oh, she's yeah, in the she trash did... and they find her. Yeah, because they need to, because uh, this is going to sound really weird, but they put her as a, they try to sell her as a slave, kind of, in a way. I, I was and texting McKenna Man while I was also watching this, so I don't know if I caught that. <laughs> uh, because... I do remember the line Be... once they reunited about how, how whoever rescued her on the crew of uh the valerian saved her from being sold yeah oh, okay because yeah, they went because that's where they dropped her off at and the team that's not double cross yet went to go get her and then they got foiled because they didn't think they were actually like uh. slave buyers because that so then that then he goes back then they're reunited then they do the double cross yeah, well, the like double the, cross that comes saucy, out of nowhere. The saucy scene. The saucy oh, oh, scene. Yes, yes. I was like, this is saucy. Oh, the one um, with the bathroom scene? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like in her bedroom. And so she's like, I'm just going to put up this filter. But there's this like, ooh, what's this tension? <laughs> Why is it so sexual? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just had to throw that out there. Because I like get GLaDOS and Bob Maestro. I like heard me just be like, oh my ooh. gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, 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 was, it was a little bit of... of, of uh, Poke at fun of what Disney can't do in their animation. Yep. Yes. yes, that's what I would say. It's it's haha, look at what we can do and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fired down Bluth in the eighties. <laughs> right. Okay, uh, yeah, so double cross happens. Yeah. With his door wide open. Yeah. Like on, close on your a, door, on dude. FaceTime with the bad guy with the door behind him wide open. Screaming down the hallway about we're we're yeah, no, it's just a bad situation. You need your guys off my back. Uh, and so then, while that, when that happens, they decide to be left. Uh, Matt Damon's character and uh, Drew Barrymore. Yes. No, he leaves them there. They don't decide. He leaves them. There. Yeah, he leaves them there, and then they decide to get. They try and make their own ship from scrap. Yes. On the Drifter asteroid. Yeah. They, uh-huh. He repairs and, and gets everything going and running and operating. And that's when you get the wonderful I Think I'm In Over My Head song oh. <laughs> from the soundtrack that is just this... this the yeah, we haven't, we haven't mentioned it yet, but the soundtrack that's for your this department. movie is fantastic. Uh, and this is a little bit out of my wheelhouse because this isn't just one composer. This is also a soundtrack of awesome like late 90s, early 2000s punk rock. rock. Punk, Not quite punk. Like, yeah. Creed. Yeah, like, if Creed met some... Counting Crows, met Madbox 20... Met look at it, photograph! Yeah. Oh, uh, see, I also thought of Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, uh, there, there you go. But no, I mean, I like I like all the music. The music choices were perfect. Mm-hmm. Where, why couldn't they make the movie perfect? There, there were so many factors. <laughs> there were so many factors of this movie that individually were great. They outsourced two scenes, and I'm going to talk about one of them when we get there. 
Oh, wouldn't those be the uh, the the ice, the ice crystals, the giant? That's what scene I really like. Mirror as well. ice crystals. And I'm gonna tell you how they could do the reflections on that. And I, well, so that's actually well, I mean, pretty much the next scene. Though. Yeah, that so is. They build oh, okay. their ship. Well, they they fly off at a very incredible speed. Oh, in I li- ice field. Well, I like when I like when they go to to fly off, and he's like, "You should buckle up." And I was like, "Wait, is Matt Damon actually acting in this point? <laughs> like, are you?" <laughs> How many tries was that one? <laughs> and then, like, I would blast off, and then I'm just like, "Whoa, where's that at the rest of the movie? Just give me that, man." I'm sorry. No, I no, want to no, talk no. about that scene because mm. I know. I'm cool. sorry <laughs> because um, what can I do? I'm fucking right-handed. <laughs> Shit. Angle your right hand a little bit you know that way I'll so do you don't hit the mic cable oh, anytime you flail while you're talking. You're gonna, you're gonna smack fair game over, and we're just gonna end hey, up I destroying you. I'm gonna be, it's <laughs> end up running the show because our one of our guests killed our main host, and it's just gonna be a mess. Okay, but the the scene, the scene, uh, the the cockpit scene was funny. I was like, oh, why can't more be like that? Uh, so then we get the ice crystal scene. Ice crystal chunky field. The, that ice crystal asteroids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, reflections. There's, there, who knows about the teapot? Boys and girls. The, the teapot? The teapot. Like, like the, the brass teapots? teapot, the movie? No, like about the, the teapot that, that has been modeled the original, one of the first few models made in in early 90s 3d rendering software where they could test reflections i don't know about the said teapot i'm just like heaven's sakes is that a spot <laughs> it's it's it is the teapot um to the point that there's been references of it in other pixar movies mrs nesbitt's teapot is the exact specific design oh, and shape of it but it was first used as a tool of reflections how does something look on something spherical? How does the light react to it? How does it bend? So they made a 3D. So the teapot. Uh, tweet out at uh, Cinema Gems underscore Cinema pod. Gems underscore pod. Yes. Uh, if anybody knows about the teapot, uh, we can also tweet out some wonderful YouTube documentaries and links about the teapot. And it's incredible work in the early 90s with making reflections possible in software. And that's why the reflections in ice actually looked fairly decent. I love this scene. Like from now on, I'm like, this movie's great. (laughs) That's saying it was bad beforehand, but I was like, it It finishes strong for a movie that has a few little weak points here and there. It finishes very strong from the the ice crystals to the end. I was pretty much on my seat, Uh, on on the edge of my seat, on my seat. I mean, I hope I was on my seat. I was on the edge of my seat. This you, whole time. You kept going back on your seat. Yeah, I just kept, like, because I'm fidgety like that, and I'm super ADD. Everyone knows that. That's fine. That's why this show takes more than an hour pretty much every time. <laughs> yeah. Even That's when it's just the two fun. of us. Uh, and then we get, I love the chase sequence, and I love when they're like, where are they at, boss? And I'm like, wait, you don't know where they're at? Why did you hide if you don't know where they're at? Like, uh, what? Uh, they never said that they were the most intelligent bunch. No. So then they, <laughs> so then, so then they get to the to the place where it is, uh, the the place where, the, yeah, uh, Matt Damon and uh, Drew Barrymore's character, uh, Akima, Akima, Akima get off and they go find it and I love that uh, Lone Star and Nathan Lane, which he plays 
plays a really good bad guy in this thing. Yeah, he is. And I love how uh, he's like, don't leave the ship. So then Goon tries to leave the ship and he's like, is Goon right next to you? Yeah. Tell him bye for me. Explosion! Holy shit, man! I was gonna say, if they, I mean, Goon saved the day, but if Goon didn't get blasted right back out of that hallway, oh, there was gonna be a riot in the living room right there. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Yeah, no, we were about to be very heartbroken over this character that we had known for less than 45 minutes. Uh, do I believe you take a nap now? Or yes, <laughs> and what was your fabulous line you don't know about? I don't know a ton about uh, lizard person, lizard alien person uh, biology or anatomy, but I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to go to sleep when you're concussed. <laughs> What so else like, do you want him to do? She's not a doctor. Not sleep. She doesn't have a medical Stay degree. Stay the fuck awake and not kill your brain cells even and further even than they've been And even if I did have a doctorate, killed. that's not the right kind of thing. I'm not a doctor that helps people. I'm a doctor with a piece of paper that's useless. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Dobbler. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and it's funny that you brought up Treasure Planet because as we saw Saber Spark point out when we were doing research for some of this... Um, Treasure Planet did a lot of the things that this movie tried to do much better. They did a lot of the 3D animation combined with 2D much better. They did a lot of the character development, honestly, much better. Like, Jim Hawkins has a lot better character development, I would say, than Kale, even though they're kind of similar-ish circumstances. Um, I think we just need to do Treasure Planet one day is, is really what I'm saying. That's what I thought was going to be your pick for your uh, birthday one. So that's why I read Treasure Island. Again, for specifically for that one. I'm but that's just going to have to read it. Again. <laughs> I'm fine, I'll read it again. It's a good one. Like, Robert Louis Stevenson is really good, and people steal from his work and sleep on him so much. It's like, it's a great guy. So, so through the ice field, and then... Uh, get through the ice field, they're on the Titan. Yes. Yes. Um, they find out that the cells um, are depleted in energy... And uh, but they know that the dredge are pure, pure energy, energy beings. Well, yeah. So um, he sees like that little hologram message from his dad, like left over. Ron he's, like, <laughs> he's just like, if you're seeing this, I died before I could find you. And I was like, well. <laughs> and I was like, I wish I could see you now. Look at you now. I was like, Ron Perlman. But yeah, so they they do the whole bit about you know it's um the energy cells are dead. You're gonna have to find a way to reboot them. And then he comes up with the idea. Oh, the dredge are entirely pure energy. energy. And Kimia's like, well, is this going to work? He's like, well, I guess we're going to try. Oh. Um, and then, you know, Captain Corso is just like, bah, bah, bah. And I'm... Do you want to talk about how it's basically an, a metaphor for... Not a metaphor. It's, it's a... Analogy? Analogy for Noah's Ark. I mean, it's almost an allegory from Noah's Ark, but it That's doesn't what quite the word work I meant, as that. Yeah. I like, mean, I, I see what you're getting at. Like, like I'm like, like I'm sitting here, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. They had the DNA of every. Earth so it's it. Noah's Ark, but in the twenty, in the thirty first century. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad okay. We that thoroughly gone, so we didn't have to keep doing it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> that I was just like, that, that that that's me. I was kind of like, that's a really weak MacGuffin. <laughs> we we get a lot of really interesting fight scenes here between one guy double crossing another. We oh. get one person double, and we get an awesome dexterity. So that he triple oh crossed the, de the dexterity save. That was just like, oh my god, he has rolled a nat twenty. He caught that rope so good. Yeah, oh, but what <laughs> fucking free falling, and then in midair catches a <laughs> fucking rope. And, that and was then he comes back, and then Lone Star comes back, and, and he's also completely neck cracks. <laughs> 
like, oh, just, he's a good guy. just breaks that neck right there like yep. it was no big Nathan deal. Lane's character? Yep. And then he falls out of the ship. He's like, see you later, kid. Then he falls to wherever he is. And then later on, he shows up. It's like, where the fuck did you go, dude? Like, how are you still alive? It, this yeah. is Nat 20s. This is the Nat 20s. Like, like I said, roller coaster of an ending. <laughs> so they they get the energy from, from the dredge. The dredge, yeah. Because they're trying to shoot that super high power beam. They basically take it and then it like... Yeah, it does Absorb. this giant planet, and this is what they call the Genesis scene. Am I mistaken? Genesis. Um, it might not be called Gen. Maybe it's uh, not. I get in someone the got that reference. But the Building scene, a planet. Genesis. Fight for the ring. Uh, that scene was specifically outsourced because they ran out of money and time to Blue Sky Studios. Oh who wow! Infamously made Rio and Ice Age. I mean, they've yep. done so much. Yep. Uh, Scrap. Uh, they were just acquired by Disney with the whole Fox merger and yep. just disbanded by Disney. Yep. How convenient. Uh-huh. It's LucasArts all over again. Mm-hmm. It really is. So, Damn you, 1313. The incredible movies that they used to do. But uh, yeah, this was one of the first few projects that they started uh, working with. They did the Genesis scene, the scene where they created the planet out of nothing and made the world again. I'm going to name it Bob. I'm not going to call it. I'm never going to call it that. <laughs> I like Planet Bob. I, I also like Planet and Bob. Then, and I, then like, I, I would never call it that. And I like, when, I like they're like, oh, now we can get romantically entangled. It's like, where did this come from? Like, there was all... There was yeah, always there a was little a bit of tension. I understand that. Honey, no. honey, you started this podcast by talking about watching DVDs that make you go, oh... Oh, hmm. And then later talked about the bathroom scene. You mean to tell me that if you were not Matt Damon that you wouldn't have said, hey. No, that's, that's fine. But at least like, at least like actually sit down and like, like have a romantic dinner or something. Sure. While we're being chased down by giant. No, now they're, now they're able to like actually like, hey, we got you this planet. What? We just built this planet. Let's go to the first restaurant we can find. Let's, Let's build just it. Let's keep walking. See if we can Let's find a restaurant. Let's go make it. Let's get it done. Let's go somewhere else. We got a spaceship. We can go anywhere. So you just made the earth and you're going to say, fuck this, just to go find a restaurant. To romantically <laughs> get involved with Patron? Yes. Admiral, I'm going to tell you now what I tell you every day when I fight, see you fight, in Swapper Fight, Jacks, fight, fight, Yes. I'm going to throw you in the dumpster. <laughs> I'm home! I'm home! I'm so sorry, headphone listeners. I'm home, is what I usually respond with. So, I'm going back to my home. With and that, that's pretty much the end of the movie. We get one more pan out shot with it. Uh, Planet Bob. Uh, New Earth, parentheses, Planet Bob. Uh, and that's the end of this movie. Which, I got a, that got a chuckle out of me. It was Planet Bob. Planet Bob. <laughs> that was cute. It was cute. Uh, and then we get the closing credits song, which is an interesting one. I don't remember it, honestly. I just remember most of it, it is... It just sounded on par with all no, the that's, other music? No, that's what I meant. It was yeah. interesting. It like like, It ended Creed like... Again. Oh, you, you listened to this music and you were in, instantly transported back to that timeline. Yeah. It is it is uh, time-manipulating music. Wibbly wobby timey-wimey? Yes. yes. Oh. Not so, necessarily timey-wimey genre, but timey-wimey music. We, we have a rating system here on Cinema Gems. Full gem, an amazing movie. Half gem, an alright movie. No gem, a horror movie. Fairy Game Mother, what do you give? 
Titan AE. Not the scene selection list. Right there. We're going to look at the poster oh, okay, with okay. Matt Damon and Drew Barrymore. <laughs> and they're running on something. Okay, so a whole gem is great, a half gem is meh, and then no gem is terrible. Correct. You know, uh, I'm going to give this a half gem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, like, I love and appreciate with what they had animation capabilities wise. That's probably the only reason why I'm giving it at least a half gem, is because like I'm like, hey, you guys tried the damnedest, and I respect that. Um, I had no real issues with any continuity. I really liked the storyline, but it just it didn't like. It's great. It's a better movie than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be pretty terrible. Actually, you no, know, kind of bump that to like a point seven two gem, like not quite a three quarter gem. The, the, the shiny half just gem. Under. So yeah. so a shiny a, a scuffed uh, a scuffed up. Three quarters gem. <laughs> a scuffed up half gem that needs to be buffed out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like I said, we, like we said earlier, um, I texted you and I was just like, wow, well, this is so much better than I remember it. It wasn't fantastic. I'm not going to be like, okay, Mechano Man, we need to watch this movie every day for the rest of our lives. <laughs> this and Dirty Work, that's it. That's all we're going to watch. You know what? It's, I have it on DVD at home. We have a computer that hooks up to a projector. I'd be like, hey, you know what we should do? We should sit down and watch this. He probably won't, or he'll fall asleep. <laughs> but, <laughs> nice. yeah. Uh, GLaDOS, what do you give uh, this movie? I, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's going to have to be... It, it was maybe at one point, you know, this this whole whole gym, whole star, that it was okay, but, uh, you know, as time happens, stars collapse and start to fold. And unfortunately... As it gets older and older, it's just going to keep collapsing. And I think with the 20-ish years on this movie, it's at about a... a, a no, this jam. movie can drink now. It's, yeah. This movie what, can drink now. Happy happy legal versary, Titan A. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately with that, I think it's starting to get to that half-life point where it's this half-collapsing gem. And as it just gets older, it's just going to keep collapsing. But you know, some people like collapsing stars they they buy them and they say that i own a black hole you know it's just some <laughs> some people have that in their heart damn i should have took that bet with you and she mentioned she would mention half-life i yeah i i, I should have took that bet with you okay half okay oh <laughs> has that was a mentioning of the scientific use of the term half-life like how do but you, you know said the, you said the phrase together that's the whole point this is a reference to the game. No, that's a pop culture reference. This is a scientific message. I know. How do you know when plutonium I, is in a state? to your dumpster. You know how old it is. It has a half-life state. I'm scuffling like, away. How, how, oh, chemistry, leave me alone. <laughs> oh, but my show, what do you give this movie? So y'all remember the game Dragon's Lair? Yes. Also animated by yes. Don Bluth. Um, the game that you had no idea what was going on. Yeah, I'm 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 envisioning the castle in Dragon Slayer, which was okay. once beautiful and ornate, but is now like cracking and falling apart. And like, there's some places that are absolutely gorgeous, and there's some places. What the fuck? How am I supposed to get through this shit of a hallway? Yeah, it's that. It's this movie is that kind of busted up, but you know, was once beautiful castle that if everything could have gone right it could have stayed beautiful it could have been great but nah some dragon had to get in there and fuck everything up damn dragon so yeah like a half a dragon's lair half a dragon's lair gem okay um i i also give it half a gem as well it is i watched this movie like i think in 2000 
2008, I think that's what I was talking about. You said you were t- like 2006. So 2006, really 2008, somewhere around there. This is where I just started working at the video store that I originally worked at my first job. And I, I, you know, I just basically would go through all the sections and just get, pick one. Because I would get like two free movies a night. Mm-hmm. And I would go and I would check it out. And I watched this movie I was like, man, this movie's not bad. I watched it again recently I was like, this movie's a lot better than what I remember it being. It's not a bad movie. It's there's a lot more that could have been done to make it a better movie. Exactly. But you know, this is one of those movies that, unfortunately, the potential of the movie itself makes the flaws stand out more. Yep. Yep. You you watch every scene and go, that could have been done so much better if a little more effort and time and money would have gone into that instead of just throw it out. It's not ready. Throw it out anyway. Just, like, throw it out into the ether like Destiny, fucking incomplete-ass game. Yes, Nuke it from orbit. That. So, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel, you know, with the lens of time, it's, it's either going to, for some, get worse and worse as time goes on or get better and better as time goes on. It's going to be a reminder of, Oh my god, I remember when PlayStation 2 games look, used to look like that. Like Streets you know, 2! It's, it's going to have one of two reactions. It's either going to be, oh god, this is getting worse and worse, or oh god, this is... I, I remember everything about this time age, this time period, what I was playing, what what music was playing and everything. It's its, its own little time capsule, unironically being about, you know, trying to preserve Earth and everything. This is ironically going to be a time capsule for some people. And yeah, I mean, that's a better way to put it. I don't know of anything else that can be said about this movie that hasn't been already said, not from just us, but from other people. Yeah. Like like we said, uh, Saber Spark did a really fun little thing on this. There are tons of other YouTubers that have talked about this movie in length and gone into details that we can't necessarily get into because we don't have access to that data. But uh, I think we all had fun with this, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> This was an interesting one. Uh, Fairy Game Mother, thank you so much for coming on and doing this movie with us. Oh my god, it's always a fun I'm glad time. I specifically picked this film for you to come on. <laughs> like We have to do Muppet Treasure Island at some point. That's perfectly yes, fine with me do. as well. Because we absolutely I just do. read Treasure Island again. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> we got cabin fever. I was seeing... Um, so... <laughs> Real quick, Mechano Man's very dear friend does a curry pop-up, and it's called Curry Away. Mm-hmm. And yes. um, it's Tim Curry, like, their advertisements are, like, Tim oh, Curry-themed. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you guys some of their advertisements on their uh, Instagram later. But um, one of them is Tim Curry's Long John Silver. And so yes. I was, like, sitting at the table with Mechano Man, drinking our beer, he's eating his curry, and I was just like, we're gentlemen of fortune, and it's what we're proud to be, because when you're a professional pirate... What was his response? McKenna's man's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone who knows him, um, yeah, definitely can like hear him saying it and can just see the flat look on his face so, of like, I don't, I don't know what so, that is. So you're saying, you're saying the object is, is to go around and quote Muppet Church Island songs to him. Yeah. I can do that. And he Anytime you see him, please. If you, oh, don't, it doesn't have to be just Muppet Treasure Island. It could be any Muppet. Oh, I know what what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab Mikado Man and be like, "Hey, Mikado Man, let's go off to Zanzibar to beat the Zanzibar oh Barbarians." My God, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please make 
pretty sure I'm standing there. <laughs> yes, yes, okay, that's the rule. Or someone's videoing it? We're not letting this get out of hand. That is the rule. You're only allowed to do it if, if the fairy gay mother is around. Okay. That's the only way. Big, ugly, butt-faced baby eating O'Brien? <laughs> I, I. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for coming, coming on. Glados, thank you for being a part of uh, Box Office Mom Month once again. Your math and numbers are incredibly valuable to us. And, uh, the, and that 21st, 31st century really was a doozy. Oh, boy. That was... <laughs> woo! Well, I, I stopped and thought about it. I was like, well, we're in the year 2021. Yeah, so it's 2028. So it should be the 31st century. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That's the breakdown I need. But I'm sitting here just trying to count on my hands. I'm like, well, how many centuries? And then I've got you talking. Oh my lord! So God bless you. Thank cooks. you. Yeah, too many cooks. Math is hard. Math uh, is hard if you guys also appreciated Fairy Game Fairy Game Mother and Glados being on, you can talk to us all about it at cinemagems15 at gmail Yes. And you can tweet us at cinemagems underscore pod. You can also contact us through the Instagram page. What is that one more time? Uh, cinemagems pod. You know, at that point, I should just do underscore pod to just make it. I mean, I, we don't want to confuse anybody. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I hope you guys like the pictures we've been posting. We've been getting creative with them, I think. We've been trying to be a little bit wacky with them. Uh, we have one coming up next week that I'm really excited, and I don't think you have any idea of what it is. Not yet, I don't. <laughs> um, uh, guys, thank you, Marty the Arrogant Server, for... I'm a little bit scared from how you've been talking about it, but I'm, I'm, yeah, oh, let's do it. Uh, yep, yep. That was a little weird, Yeah. <laughs> Y'all can't see uh, it, but that was yeah. I love the I love the the distinction of oh the eyebrows. Uh, so throwback to Fooly Cootie or Fooly Cootie, oh, yes! yes, the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so so uh, thank you, Martin, the Air Conserver, for letting us use your website, lowrainpictures.com. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. Also, I have something to read on air from you by oh. Marty. Oh. I don't know if the Air Conserver has listened to it, but Marty specifically. Re-email me and goes, digging the new music. <laughs> that's it. That's I all he. It. That's all I he wrote. It. I got recognition for my less than a minute uh, music thing. <laughs> digging the new music. That's it. That's the intro. I've made... <laughs> I, I hope that that was the point. That's yes. so. That was the point. He's just like. That's like where I like that new music. That's it. Uh, that's, so, that's the intro. So thank you also for doing the music for Box Office Mom Month. I love that I give you these little months to like play with. And have fun with it. It's fun. It's and a it, lot of fun just kind of throw something together. And in the case of Box Office Bomb Month, it was simultaneously very hard and very easy because I came up with something and then it started to fall apart. And I realized, oh, that's what all Box Office Bombs do. They start off real strong and just kind of blah, 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 like shoes in a dryer. Like Titan AE? Like Titan AE. Shit just falls apart. So, you know, it worked like that. Um, uh, but I like, so the ba- the way it works is I give you the titles for the month. Yep. And then you, you just give me a loose premise and maybe one or two of the movies we're reviewing. I don't even really get to do that much research into the actual works of the composers that worked on those movies like I did for Michael Keaton month. Right. Uh, which is why that theme might have sounded a little bit better than this one because I actually had more to go off of. This time I was just like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just going to write this little fun groove and see where it goes. Uh, but if y'all like that, again, cinemagems15 at gmail.com, cinemagems underscore pod. Please give us your comments, concerns, criticisms, recipes. Yes, I'm always all looking the above. forward to one. Um, 
We love y'all so much. All our Swapper Jacks friends and families who continually support and watch, uh, listen to the show. We love you guys. Keep being safe. Be kind to yourself so you can be kind to others. Love y'all. Um, also, guys, just remember to actually take time for yourself and remember to breathe. Uh, and also, if you feel uncomfortable with going into a public space with unmasked people, wear a mask if you feel comfortable. No one should judge you for wearing or not wearing a mask. And also, guys, just remember, as a great man once said, you can't burn the candle from three ends. Isn't that what you say all the time? Or is it I two? wouldn't call myself a great man, but I think I said something like that, yes. Three ends, four ends, whatever. Just make sure that you're I think also... it was something like you can't pour from an empty cup is the metaphor I keep using. Just make sure that you're taking time for yourself. <laughs> Give yourself some recharge time. Exactly. And Lots of water. Yeah. Yes, hydrate. Refresh. It's hot as balls. Please uh, hydrate. And also, guys, just... Remember that black lives always matter. Always. And also, guys, wipe your hooves and see you later. But black lives always matter. See you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.